father was somberly dressed in a dark gray suit. He held in his hand a copy of the weekly magazine for which Mother worked, The Democrat. She wrote a column of political and diplomatic gossip under the name of Lady Maud. Father began to read aloud. Our new Chancellor, Herr Adolf Hitler, made his debut in diplomatic society at President Hindenburg's reception. Father spoke with distaste. He looked uncomfortable in a formal tailcoat. Carla's mother sipped her coffee and looked out of the window to the street, as if interested in the people hurrying to work in scarves and gloves. The maid, Ada, was standing at the counter in an apron, slicing cheese. She put a plate in front of father, but he ignored it. Herr Hitler was evidently charmed by Elizabeth Cerutti, the cultured wife of the Italian ambassador, in a rose-pink velvet gown trimmed with sable. Mother always wrote about what people were wearing. She said it helped the reader picture them. She herself had fine clothes, but times were hard, and she had not bought anything new for years. This morning she looked slim and elegant in a navy blue cashmere dress that was probably as old as Carla. Signora Ceruti, who is Jewish, is a passionate fascist, and they talked for many minutes. Did she beg Hitler to stop whipping up hatred of Jews? Father put the magazine down on the table with a slap. You realize that will infuriate the Nazis. I hope so, Mother said coolly. The day they're pleased with what I write, I shall give it up. They're dangerous when riled. Mother's eyes flashed anger. I know they're dangerous. That's why I oppose them. You attack them in the Reichstag? Father was an elected parliamentary representative for the Social Democratic Party. I take part in a recent debate. I don't drive the Nazis mad with fury. Father became angrier. Maud, don't you see how you're putting yourself and your family at risk? On the contrary, the real danger is not to mock the Nazis. What would life be like for our children if Germany became a fascist state? Father said, God knows I'm doing everything I can to hold back Hitler and his mob. And so am I. Mother's face hardened in resentment. The row was only just getting started. But at that moment, Eric came down. He was thirteen, two years older than Carla. What was that last tune you were playing? He said to Mother. The piano often woke them in the morning. It was a Steinway Grand, inherited, like the house itself, from Father's parents. It's called Tiger Rag, she told Eric. Jazz is decadent, Eric said. Father looked severe. Who's been teaching you this nonsense, Eric? Hermann Brown says that jazz isn't music, just Negroes making a noise. Hermann was Eric's best friend. His father was a member of the Nazi party. Hermann should try to play it. Father looked at Mother, and his face softened. Your mother tried to teach me ragtime many years ago, but I couldn't master the rhythm. Mother laughed. It was like trying to get a giraffe to roller skate. The fight was over, Carla saw with relief. But now Eric wanted an argument. Negroes are an inferior race, he said defiantly. Mother put in, You don't know what you're talking about, and neither does Hermann Brown. Eat up, everyone, and put your coats on. I've got to take Carla to the Franks' house. The girls' school is closed for a day, so Carla's going to spend the day with Frieda. Frieda Frank was Carla's best friend.
Their mothers were best friends too. Father said, Why can't Ada look after Carla? Ada has an appointment with the doctor. Ah. Father left first, then Eric put on his cap and followed father out of the door. Carla and her mother helped Ada clear the table. Carla loved Ada almost as much as she loved her mother. When Carla was little, Ada had taken care of her full time until she was old enough to go to school, for mother had always worked. Ada was not married yet. Last summer she had a romance with a policeman, Paul Huber, but it had not lasted. Carla and her mother rode a tram along Unter den Linden, then took the S-train from Friedrichstrasse to the zoo station. The Franks lived in the southwestern suburb of Schöneberg. Carla was hoping to see Frieda's brother Werner, who was fourteen. Werner was handsome and grown up and not a bit silly like Eric. Frieda had another brother, Axel, seven, but he had been born with spina bifida. He lived in a special